The following program is a podcast1.com presentation. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Uh-huh. I'm so excited for a little champagne and rosé after this and our favorite, Laconda Bonetta. 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 A little Delver Soul, a little caper, a little lemon. Mm. A little bestie time with the three of us and Michael. You can sit at a different table. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. You have me, Lauren Everett, the creator of theskinnyconfidential.com. And Michael, I'll let him introduce himself because he loves to Michael so Bostick, head of dealing with really high maintenance, difficult to handle women. Um, there's a lot of estrogen in the room today. Chihuahua Whisper. Chihuahua Whisper, serial entrepreneur. I'm going to be honest. I'm wondering if people are still listening after Taylor's episode last week. He's a little out there. No, we wanted to bring a little female energy in here. So we've got Mimi. Hi. Uh, we have Jordan. Hello. These are our two right-hand mans, or women's, women's. So we're really excited to have them both on here, especially after last week's show. But first, we wanted to thank you guys for all the support. You guys know we love podcasting as a medium. It's been a blast delivering these shows to you on a weekly basis for free. Along with the Skinny Confidential, it's just really cool to actually talk and engage with you guys on this platform. So if you like the shows, please tell your friends and ask them to listen. It's what keeps the show growing and going so that we can continue to produce the show for free every week. Every single week, which we have a blast doing. We do. We love it. We're having so much fun. Sometimes I still want to stab Michael after each show, but sometimes I don't, which is kind of different he's still alive i am a much better fighter than you and i would take you down in three seconds no i think if all of us came after you we'd win yeah yeah oh so my gosh should be it'd be the three make, against for, one. i would take lauren first jordan's too nice and then i would make quick work of you mimi you would have no chance i'm um, feisty i would i would hurt better you with my out. words yeah mimi's feisty don't screw with mimi she is <laughs> feisty she is, she's like a closet too. She like sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. She you, she's like a shark underwater. You never see her coming. So I'm gonna be honest. This is a little bit intense. There's like there's a lot of estrogen here. There's a there's women across, women to the sides. A lot of women. You know, Kevin. Hey, Kevin Kevin's he, here. Yeah, he, uh, he's my only saving grace. He's in there. Howdy guys. What is Hi. today's shirt theme? I feel like there's a new shirt theme going on each week. Honestly, I have such a wild shirt collection. I just like close my eyes and pick one and hope it matches my jeans. That sounds good. <laughs> Kevin's amazing. He really helps us do each show and make it amazing for all of you guys. We really appreciate Kevin and his amazing shirt. So people on Snapchat are always curious about Mimi. She's kind of always creeping in the background. She doesn't really care about social media. She does her own thing. She's in her own lane. I'm kind of obsessed with her. How many years younger are you than us? I'm 11 years younger than Lauren. I think I met you when you were like 11. How old Maybe are you now? younger. Maybe younger. You Maybe like me nine. When I was in like fifth grade, I think. Let's just give a backstory on Mimi. I so came Mimi in, is my little said, sister. I'm interrupting Lauren because you said, wow, Lauren's finally dating a winner. That's what your first thought was. The first time I met you, Michael, you took me to a Batman movie, Me and Miles. Boom. See, that's how you do it. You go you in. You did? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm amazing. I know. I loved it. You took us to Mira Mesa. Edward Cinema. That's how I win him over. I get was the I there? No, you didn't get the invite. Ooh, ouch. Ooh. That was a good move, though. That's you went right really into the strategic siblings. because I was not into you until you did that. I'm kidding. You didn't even know I of did that. Of course, you were now. there. Was I there? 
Yes. Okay, so Mimi's my little sister. She was 11, I think, when she met Michael. How old? 12? We just went over this. Okay, oh, I don't nine. know. Okay, nine. Excuse me, Pay Michael. Attention. Math isn't my strong suit. And You're 11 years older than me. That's I'm 11 years thinking. older. Mimi is one of my best friends, though, along with the fact that she works for me. And I, I don't even feel like she works for me. I feel like she works with me. Yeah. She does a lot of odd jobs, though. A lot of odd jobs. I do clean the dog's food bowl and get down on my knees and put the waters into the bottom shelf. (laughs) I have this weird thing about about the labels on the water bottles all facing out, and Mimi definitely always makes sure they're always facing out. And I think you also, one of your jobs, which I'm going to get into right now, is throwing away my stuff that Lauren doesn't like. And you guys say you don't do it, but I am convinced... That you guys throw away my stuff. We never throw it away. We give it to Trade Z. It's I know. True. I know you throw away my hangers. No. What happened is once we had way too many hangers, and so we purged of them. And then you guys acquire so many clothes that we need more. True. Mm. Go with it. Go with it. You know what my favorite thing about Mimi is? Is I feel like she's like a low key psychic because she always seems to know what you or I or Michael or anybody like. She could be around anybody, and she seems to know what they want before they even know what they want. She's all about energy. She'll tell me she'll be like, "Here, here is your water or whatever," and I, I was I literally think I wanted a water and I didn't even know it, and then you told me that I did, and I'm I did. I feel like you're a little psychic too. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. So Jordan and Mimi both work with us, and they both do odd jobs, and that's kind of who they are. Jordan's Michael's sister, Mimi's mine. We have had a really great success rate of working in our family, and we want to continue that, and it's been awesome to kind of grow with both of them. So I do a lot of odd jobs for you and Michael. I go to the store about 10 times a week. I open up all your mail. I unload everything. Speaking of my mail, I got Kopari a month ago and I'm absolutely obsessed. If you're like me, the shelf space in your bathroom is precious real estate. That's why I'm super excited to introduce you guys to a line of beauty products that's as great at multitasking as you are, Kopari. These products moisturize the skin and hair and smell great, but without any sulfates, silicones, GMOs, and parabens. As you guys know, if you read my blog, that is very on brand. Instead, Kopari products are made with 100% organic coconut oil. You guys know how much Michael and I love coconut oil. They make great products like their coconut sheer oil, which is light and perfect as a facial moisturizer. I also use it as a primer underneath my foundation. They also make a coconut balm for intense soothing and smoothing of super dry skin and a coconut crush scrub that buffs you beautiful. Love this for dry brushing. Lastly, they have a coconut body glow that gives you a natural all-over shimmer. 100% wearing this to my wedding because it's in Cabo. And of course, they have their original coconut melt. Kopari searched around the world for an oil of the highest quality with a great aroma and a non-gritty texture. And you can apply it head to toe. I do it all the time. Highly recommend this beauty product. Say aloha to the best skin and hair of your life with Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash skinny to get 20% off your order. Amazing. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash skinny for 20% off. So not only does Mimi do all of this for you, but we also go way back. Like Mimi used to be best or still is best friends with Tara but Tara's like traveling around the world so Mimi used to come over to our house when we were really little and play with Tara 
I would sleep there probably like four nights a week, like every weekday. Tara and I would miss school and we'd just sleep in. Yeah, we used to have a lot of fun at Michael's parents' house. We really did. I feel like some of those memories are my like my favorite memories when you and Tara would be playing and you were always over and it was so much fun and you were always the sweetest girl ever. Still yeah. the best. I feel like we, our family's kind of all friends, and then a lot of us work together, so it's a lot of incest going on, but in the best way possible. We get yeah. the whole clan working for us. Yeah, we do. Grandma, Grandpa, I need a job. Uncle Tom, Uncle Jim. Cousins. Cousins. Whatever. Yeah, so, if you're related to us, just come get a job. Mimi and Jordan have been coming up to L.A. with us a lot because of the podcast, and they've also been helping me try to pick out a wedding gown, so there's been a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts with the wedding we stopped by Harry Winston. Oh, Jordan tried on a million dollar wedding ring. Sorry, Nico. You're Nico, finding out about this now. Run for your life. You know what? They were some beautiful rings. Gotta she say. She said it felt right. Yeah, Jordan wanted to try on Harry Winston, and she picked the biggest, most expensive diamond without knowing it was the biggest, most expensive diamond. I'll I have just, good taste. I'll say for any guys out there, because I've had to go through the process that are looking for diamonds, rings, jewelry. Never go to a store like Harry Winston. They are going to upsell the hell out of you. Plus the light. Tell them about the light. The light, they do lighting tricks in there. They make everything dark, and then they shine lights down, special lights. Taylor should take his bare-naked cucumber there and put it under the light. Listen, guys, it's all about, and girls, maybe you don't even know what this is. Maybe you do. It's all about the rap report. Remember that if you're a man buying a diamond. Rap report. I want to actually give Michael some credit here. He picked out my, my diamond I designed the setting. But he picked out my, my diamond, and he actually did amazing research on it, and he knows a lot about diamonds. So what do you look for when you're searching for a diamond? I mean, to give like a quick thing, and I don't know if this is like a relevant or not so much, but cut, clarity, size, color, there's a lot of different things. And then you want uh, certain certifications. I like GIA. I forget the other one, but I think GIA is the best. And then whenever you're buying diamonds, make sure you get them insured. Make sure you get a second opinion. Wait, why should you get them insured? Well, we already went over this. Lauren likes to throw her jewelry into the trash. It was an accident. It bounced. It did bounce. And we and looked for it. also switch out with the zirconian later. No, 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 no. I will be getting it appraised. Mimi, you're on it. The other day, I found the one diamond earring that was left, and I got so excited. I'm like, Lauren, Lauren, and you're like, that's the first one. <laughs> I was so excited. I thought for one second she found it, but she didn't. Mimi's helping us with the wedding. Jordan's helping us with the wedding. We love to be in L.A. We're here for the Dover Soul today, a little podcasting. And on that note, let's get into it. Are we not into it? We're into it. <laughs> we're kind of into it. <laughs> so now that we've confirmed that we are, in fact, into it, we're into it. Right? We're into it, Jordan. <laughs> we are. We are. Jamie, we're into knee it. Knee deep in it. Jordan, Lauren is pinching me under the table. You guys, I feel like we got to tell this story about what happened because we love coming up to LA, but there was this one time, which was a couple weeks ago, which if you watch on Snapchat, you would have seen this debacle go down. But long story short, we're having the best time. Everyone's having the best energy. We're hanging out in Michael and Lauren's. Uh, place here you know relax with family having a few drinks everything is on point and then everything went south really quick it was like a cold wind blew into the house and that's a good way to describe changed. it a Every- cold methy wind <laughs> so it turns out i have a condo here in la with lauren we have a place that we like to come up and stay in when we're up here working because hotels were getting really really expensive and we're up here so much so I got this nice little condo a while back for us, and 
We were sitting in there the other day enjoying drinks, families there, friends. You guys were deflating my air mattress 60 times when I was trying to take a nap. It was me and Michael, Jordan and Nico. Nico's her boyfriend. He'll be on the podcast soon. Mimi and her boyfriend, Asher, and the bare naked cucumber who was trying to get dates on Snapchat. Just to set the tone of the story. And so we hear a knock on the door, like a little rap, open it, and one of my neighbors, who I'm not going to name is standing there and I've never met this guy it's a guy um, but I've seen him around the building he looks a little dodgy but I was like okay you know what he showed up with gifts weird gifts like, it was a rose spray so at first he came in spraying rose water in people's faces Taylor I was, was fine it. with it I love a good rose spray so my favorite part is Lauren sometimes in these situations is not very self aware she sees this guy and right when I see him I'm like okay drugs drunk something's fucked up here like this something's going on but Lauren no come on in come on in he charges in goes to the bar says, hey, can I have a drink? So Lauren starts trying to make him like a nice little spritzer, a nice little relaxer. He's like, I was no. doing a pomegranate rosemary cocktail for him, and he and was loving He's it. like, no, he was not. He said, he said, no, I'll just take straight vodka, which I thought would be an indicator to you, but apparently was not. So, of course, he starts um, slamming vodka, sits no, on no, the couch. No, 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 no. He sat down on the couch, started slamming his vodka, and then almost threw it up. No, that's later on. I'm oh, going to get to that. Oh, I forgot about the throw Oh, don't up. you worry. I'm going to get okay, to that. Okay, good. So, of course, Taylor, who's also... I want, we want every detail. Don't um, leave out one detail. He's also not... We're counting being, on you. Um, trust me, I'm going to nail it. Um, he's also not very self-aware when it comes to strange individuals. Says, hey, Michael, can I try this gin? So Taylor said, yeah, man, I don't, I don't care. Try the gin. And I, at this point, I'm getting kind of fed up because I see what's going on. We've got a meth head in the house. I had no clue. I thought good vibes were happening. Little pomegranate rosemary going on. The guy's tearing his face off with his fingernails. So anyways, he asks, Taylor has some gin. He's having that. And the guy says, hey, can I have a shot? And I think Taylor didn't understand that the guy was asking for a shot of vodka. So Taylor poured him a shot of gin or tequila, whatever it was. The guy takes it, slams it down, gets a rude awakening, starts gagging all over my couch. He didn't throw up. He didn't throw up. And I got to be honest, I don't get physical anymore. I left that part of my life behind me. But if this guy would have thrown up, I would have beat the living hell out of him. Because I just got an alpaca rug. Let's do a little tangent. How do I feel about throw up? The worst. If someone throws up in my house, I have to move. So the, the, the thing is, I was like, okay, well, now he's almost throwing up. He's about to lose it, and now Lauren's going to get it. Lauren's going to say, okay, this guy's weird. Nope, wrong again. Still doesn't get it. I was being nice. He got me rose water spray. Then he proceeds to say, can he use the restroom? And this is when I saw your face drop. And it was finally like, ah, like... I wasn't happy that it was occurring, but I'm like, finally, now she gets it. Mimi was next to me. Me and Mimi looked over to the left, and Nico, what did we see? Nico was completely ignoring him, too. Nico was, like, in the other room, pretending, pretending like he yeah. wasn't there. He was pretending he was asleep, I think. Yeah, so he, he goes out. into the bathroom in the hallway, and you think, new guy, just met him, don't really know much about him. You don't say. You'd think he would be... You know, modest, modest, but nope, just starts peeing with the door Wait, wide open. Wait, he whipped open. his penis out and started peeing in front of Mimi and I. Yeah. So then I see we Lauren realize, okay, perturbed. Yes, this has gotten least. really real. And my, the, the funniest thing about you when something like this happens is all of a sudden, like zero to 60, you go zero and you look to me like, Michael, what's going on? And I'm like, well, Lauren, you've invited a meth head into our house and he's picking his face off and peeing with the door open and we're all fucked. Like we're, we're just done now. So of course I have to take it into my hands. I have to wait, 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 wait. First of all, our condo in LA is one bedroom. It's not like a huge condo. And we had, a, we had all of our family there including boyfriends or girlfriends. So we're all sitting there like enjoying ourselves and like the bathroom is in the living room. So he's like 
literally whipping his penis out, taking a piss in front of everyone, like casually just like talking about what's going on. We had to hear it. We had to literally he, hear g- him peeing, like the water falling into the toilet. I gotta, it's called urine. Um, I, had to, I have to give him a little bit of credit because he did have a healthy stream and that was that was going and going. Literally, Michael, that's so, great material. Okay, finally had to throw him out. The guy's trying to kiss oh, me. Oh, no, 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 no. There was no. more. There, there was, was more. more. He showed us his house, which was very, he's oh. like, come to my house. Let's look around. Yeah, we did a home tour. Well, that was strange because... He did cribs. Tell yeah. us about his cribs. So it, it was dark and damp and... Dead plants. Brown furniture. Little murdery. Very. It was a little Norman Bates not chic. It was a little American horror story on meth. There was a dish full of water with dirty dishes from with mold on it from probably three years but ago. But I actually felt there bad for him. I have to say I felt in the closet. Michael, there wasn't a corpse. No, so then we we were worried. We were like, uh oh, what's going on here? This is a bad situation. Yeah, there was it was interesting. So long story short, I threw him out. As you didn't he, throw yes, him I did. out. I threw him out as no, he... No, he tried to kiss me. You forgot that part. Yeah, he was grabbing us. Yeah, kissing us. Well, he did Taylor's hair. Oh, oh yes. he did Taylor's hair. I forgot about There's a lot I'm forgetting now. He did Taylor's hair. He um, was Asher, nice. Mimi's he was nice. He got a double kiss, which yeah, did not make him happy. Asher was one. not loving that. <laughs> he was nice, and I think we all were worried about him and like concerned. I wasn't worried for shit. But it got to the point where it was starting to feel a little bit unsafe for us, no. and we were all trying to be nice. But then he tried to like take. He kept trying to take more and more shots. No, listen, I As wasn't worried leaving, about anything. I'm it went south. No, he comes in. He's looking for kisses. He's looking for meth. He's looking for. Wait, drinks. can I just say something about me? When someone gets into like my bubble, like when someone gets too close and I feel that there's something going on, I push back. So I just read this book called Bite Me by Allie Hilfiger, and I'll talk about this later. But basically, she has a flag system. There's a yellow flag, there's an orange flag, and there's a red flag. And a yellow flag is like someone's kind of uncomfortable, like kind of like get me away from this person. And an orange flag is, okay, this is like a real situation. Like I have to get out of here. And a red flag is get me the fuck out of here. And I feel like at this point, it was a red flag. It might have been a double red flag. Yeah, it was a red flag. And I was just like, it's too close. It's too much. I felt bad for him, but like we had to get out of the situation. So I ended up saying that we had to go to Alfred's. Well, and let's back up because there's one other thing I forgot to mention. The guy came in. Um, with a broken nose, a black eye, a meth twitch, and skin falling off his face. So Michael. that maybe should have given you the red flag indicator from the start, but you were still on level green. I was on level white. So he kissed everybody. He came to kiss me. I almost had to like crush his neck, and then I threw him right out, and we moved on. No, we went to Alfred's Coffee. We had a little walk. And now I see him in the hallway. He, he really? Yeah, yeah, we saw him the other day. Did I think he hi? robbed me at one point, but I can't that's be sure. That's a totally different story for a totally different day. We got robbed, but that's a different story. I feel bad for him, and I hope that he can get it together, but, you know, he can't be puking on the rug, taking a pee with the door open, and trying to make out with everyone. So, he yeah, walked if you, right in. If no. you are a meth head looking for some hospitality, hit up Lauren Everett. She'll let you right into <laughs> our home. And with that, I think we will take a quick break to... Slow down and decompress. We need to regroup. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. And we are back with the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. Got everyone here. Everyone's on their phone. Can we regroup? Can we regroup after that story? Everyone okay? Everyone's fine. Just spray a little rose water spray. It's in my purse. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the him and her tip of the week. I'll let Michael Bostick go first. So my tip is a little bit different 
everybody's grown up saying you need to set goals for yourself, you need to set milestones, and I actually disagree with that. I think setting goals for yourself is bullshit. Um, you might be thinking, what the hell are you talking about? Goals are a good thing. I think what is better than goals are systems. When you set goals, sometimes you can be disappointed if you don't reach the goal, or maybe the goal is so easy to obtain that once you reach it, you're left feeling like incomplete, like you need to do something else. So what I recommend instead of goals is systems. Like a system would be, okay, I'm going to get up every single day and write this amount of content at this time. I'm going to get up every single day and work out at this time and this time. So over time, you'll start to see results and you'll start nailing goals. And we won't call them goals in situations, but you'll be hitting like milestones and you'll be crushing through things faster than if you're saying like, okay, I'm going to go and lose five pounds. Because what happens is either you fall short of that five pounds and you're disappointed in yourself and get a little bit depressed, or you crush through that five pounds and you don't really give yourself the reward. You're just like, okay, what's next? So instead of systems or instead of goals, I believe in systems. And if you're more interested in hearing a little bit more on this, I actually did a post on this on Lauren's app in the exclusive section, which you can find on the iTunes store. I write there on a weekly basis on topics like this. So systems instead of goals. Great tip. Mine's completely different. It's got to do with health and wellness and food. So the other day I Snapchat Snapchatted my absolute favorite thing, which is coconut coffee. It's my new thing. I'm absolutely like in love with it. Basically what you do is you take cold brew and I like to fill it up probably a cup in the blender. I add a bunch of ice and then I add coconut milk, but I like the light one that's organic. You can find it on Amazon. It's in a can. I add that and then I add a couple drops of stevia, only a couple, like I would say three because it's too overwhelming if you add more than that. And then I add pumpkin pie spice and I blend it and it's amazing. If you want this at night, you can add a little Bailey's, but don't tell anyone I said that. So basically you just add it all to the blender. You blend it up. It's not like a specific measurement. Some of you guys were asking me measurements. I don't have them. And then I just add it to my favorite ELO glass. I have my silicone straw. I drink it down and it gives you a kick in the ass. I recommend drinking this before a workout. And what's awesome about it is that coffee can be acidic. So you're automatically adding those healthy fats with the light coconut milk. It's amazing. Also, last thing, cinnamon balances your blood sugar, and that is in the pumpkin spice. So you're kind of getting everything together. It's a real party in your mouth. So have some cinnamon, set up some systems, and hit the road. Mimi, I'm excited that you came on the show because a couple weeks back we were talking about Instagram stories versus Snapchat. And the last time you're on the show, we were asking, you know, what social media, social channels that your generation's using and, you know, your generation being a generation that's 11 years younger than us. I look to your generation as like an indicator of what's coming. So we really, Lauren and I were curious to get your take on what's going on with Instagram stories. Do you like them? Do you dislike them? Do you still like Snapchat? Do you dislike what's going on? Um, In my personal opinion, I think that all my friends are posting on their Instagram story their Twitter hand or their Snapchat handle. So they're growth hacking it. Yeah, and they also do their Twitter. They do all their other social media, but they just put it on their Instagram story. So and they're not using like they're not using Instagram over Snapchat. The only people who have been using the Instagram stories are the celebrities that I follow. Interesting. And name a celebrity that you follow if you can think of one that's using an Instagram story. I follow like Victoria's Secret models. Okay. I follow um Heather Debro on here, and she's using she's using Instagram stories. Yeah, I don't follow her on Snapchat. I only follow her on Instagram. So. I feel like your generation, and you're 19, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like your generation though is still giving energy towards Snapchat. 
like you and I basically only talk over Snapchat. You don't reply to my texts anymore. It's just you snap me and you say, "Don't tell Jordan and Michael that I reply to you on Snapchat, or they're going to start snapping me." No, I feel like you more res- you respond more on Snapchat than text. Yeah, I like Snapchat. I think it's fun. But w- what's interesting to me about your generation is it seems like all the eyeballs are there. Yeah, I never put anything on my story. I only watch stories, and it's the ones that are on the top. The would you watch companies. everyone's stories, or do you pick and choose who you're watching? No, I watch the food stories because that's what I like. Okay, so you're I just watch watching the story. Okay, that's interesting. To me, it, it sounds like her generation is looking at the Instagram stories. Yeah, and it's but you're not you but you're not posting to it. So that's interesting. It's what I was saying the other day. I was talking on on my Snapchat, saying you know Instagram stories are obviously an important thing and there's a tool to be used, but Snapchat's not going anywhere because it's captured a generation of users, um, your generation in particular, that you know are still using Snapchat and can continue to do so. So I think you need to uh, find the balance between each of them. I know some people are posting to Snapchat and then saving the story and posting it to Instagram, which I think is kind of interesting. But I don't know if that's oversaturating yourself or then you're kind of dividing your audience. I know why. You know why I think Snapchat's nowhere, like it's not going anywhere, is because Snapchat is more of like a communication platform. Like Mimi was saying, she doesn't really post stories, she communicates with people. And Instagram can never be that. I totally agree. Instagram's your museum. Here's, Here's what my question, though, is for Mimi you joined Snapchat five years ago? Six Maybe years six ago? Six years ago. Okay. So you joined it six years ago. How has it evolved from six years ago to today? And why? when did you really love it? Was it two years ago? Was it six years ago? Is it now? I really loved um, when I first got Snapchat, you could see everybody's three top best friends. And that was always really interesting because now you can't see that. But you'd go under like your ex-boyfriend or you'd go under your friends and you'd see who they were Snapchatting the most. So you can be a real stalker spy. Yeah, and I was really sad when they took that away, but that was before stories even. Okay, I don't so think you, you were see. on I wasn't stories. On. Mimi told me to get on six years ago, by the way, you guys, and I was like, I don't need another platform, and now look what happened. So what do you, what kind of stuff, like what kind of content are you producing? I see a lot of food stuff. Yeah, I really like baking. I really like watching the baking, like people frosting things. That's my favorite. Or people putting ingredients in videos. Speaking of baking and cooking, let's talk about what I've been doing because Mimi normally really helps me in the kitchen. She helps me cook, but lately I've been getting in there myself and I'm very excited about it. It's the first time that you're actually getting in there and cooking for me. I'm actually getting home cooked meals. 100% honey blue apron blue aprons mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone thank god i need it so bad they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs and the awesome thing is they send you like new recipes every single week so it stays fresh which is great because you know, let's be honest, sometimes you get a little stale in the kitchen, you don't really know what to cook. They bring you fresh new recipes, um, they give it all portion controlled, they give you exact directions with pictures on how to use it. I hate shopping and I hate like going to the grocery store and trying to figure out what to get. So 
it's really awesome for me and for Lauren to use this because we can actually cook together. I also think it's really annoying when you have to cook a recipe and you have to buy chili flakes just for one recipe. What I love about Blue Apron is it's pre-portioned and pre-packaged so you can just use the amount of chili flakes that you have to use and you don't feel like you're wasting food. I think that's awesome. Also, cooking together has been amazing for me and Michael. I feel like it's built a family bond kind of. Blue Apron shows that families cook nearly three times more often. That's impressive. We are cooking more often and it's also saving us a lot of money. Those who spend a lot eating out or our high-end grocery chains now can spend under $10 per person for healthy, delicious meals. Some of my favorite meals are the spicy eggplant green bean and curry with garlic rice and gingered peanuts. We're also loving the summer noodle with cherry tomatoes, corn, and summer sweet pepper, especially since we just got back from France. I'm loving anything with noodles in it. The seared chicken and caramelized vegetables and roasted cherry tomatoes and mashed potatoes is amazing as well. So if you want to check out Blue Apron, just head over to their site and you can get your first three meals free with free shipping. Amazing. We need to do that like ASAP by going to blueapron.com slash him and her. You guys will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash him and her. You definitely have to check this out if you have a boyfriend and you're being lazy. Yeah, and for all the guys out there that are intimidated in the kitchen, this is the way. I am cooking amazing meals on the reg. I kind of have a funny story about you and Blue Apron. So when we got our first three boxes, you legit thought you were a chef. You're like, I love cooking in the kitchen. It's so therapeutic. You were like having me in the kitchen at eight, sitting with like a placemat, like ready to go. I feel like you should do this every week. I'm basically am now. Good. Well, on that note, let's get into the questions. Okay, sounds good. So the first question is asked by Anonymous. And I love that everyone wants to be anonymous these days. But, okay, so first question is from Anonymous. And he or she asks, if you could rewind time five or ten years and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be and why? Get on Snapchat, right, Mimi? Yep, for you especially. (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, if I could see in the future 10 years ago, it'd be like invest in Facebook, invest in Snapchat, invest in Uber. No, but real practical advice, like I would tell myself, and I need to tell myself this all the time, to slow the hell down and be patient. Patient. That's a good one. You do need to be patient. I feel like I'm more patient than you if I'm going to give myself a compliment. Huh. In some things, maybe. Hmm. After today, I feel like I'm more patient. And I would also say, to, and I'll tell this to Mimi, I did, I've talked a little bit about this, try to travel as much as you can while you're young, even if you think you can't afford it. Like Travel is very cheap, and go get those experiences while you can, while you're not bogged down. And why not take a stab at some kind of business, fail, fail hard, fail fast, learn from the mistake, and come out stronger? Jordan, I feel like you can speak upon that because you have kind of put yourself out there in a lot of different ways, and you've tested the waters, and you've seen what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, I kind of had a little flirt with politics for a while, and so um, I think putting yourself out there is a great way to learn, like, do I really love this? Is this something I want to do for the rest of my life? So you just have to try it. And if it doesn't work out, it's so easy to switch, switch gears and do something different. And you never really know what kind of experience you're actually gaining. Cause I thought I was getting a political experience when really I was getting an internet 
experience. I feel like even more so like a website experience, like you you know the ins and outs of the back end now. So it's awesome when you come and work for me for the Skinny Confidential because you know what's going on in the dev site. Exactly. So like I said, you never really know what you're actually learning from the experience of putting yourself out there. But the whole point is that you got to just follow it and see what happens. 100%. I agree. So we are planning a trip next year and we've already made Mimi start saving. We decided in the car that she would start saving her money. And we're, I think we're going to do Airbnb instead of a hotel and get a bunch of people together and travel. So I would say if I could rewind time, I would just tell myself to go abroad in college and I would really, really enjoy that time and stop stressing and stop having anxiety because it's not worth it. I always say worrying's like a rocking chair. It gets you nowhere. And if I could take away any kind of worry or anxiety that I had when I was you know, five years younger, I would do that. I also think what Michael said, patience. Patience is a virtue. The more patience you have, I think the better off you're going to be. If you're in a business right now, just take it day by day, chip away. You don't have to have everything at once. Sometimes when you have stuff too quickly, it can actually hurt you. In my opinion, if you have slow growth, it's more of a long-term kind of game than a short-term game. Yeah. And like, I mean, patience is, I know that sounds like so easy to say, oh, patience, be patient. But really like I'm thinking about myself 10 years ago and I blasted out of school. I was like, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it all. And I, you know, I've done well for myself in, in areas, but I think like sometimes not having as much patience as I wish I could have had in the past has hindered me. And I think we, we you know, we live right now. So in the now culture, got to have it now, got to like nail everything now that sometimes you will take short-term gains now and hinder your long-term gains in the future so i think patience take it slow be smart be strategic and just take it easy another thing that i would say and not everyone's going to agree with me is that sometimes i wish that i put more energy towards building a business than going to school and i think that i may be you know like one of the only bloggers that would say this, but I think that I would, again, like really focus towards the blog than school because I I went to school for theater and television broadcasting and it was awesome, but I feel like I've learned so much more running a business. I think personally, I would have applied myself more in high school so I could have gone straight to four year because now I'm trying to graduate early and it's a pain. I'm at community college and I just kind of want to have a college degree on my resume just because that's fine and i think that that's awesome but you will work to that and like michael said patience is a virtue i'm going to have you again on the show sometime and we're going to talk about why you want that degree and i want to like really question it because i think it'd be a valuable show for young people like uh, people thinking about going to college to hear and listen to i think that society has put such a strong emphasis that you need college that you have to do that that's the path to success and I want to play devil's advocate to that a little bit next time I have you on. This kind of reminds me of what I think my one piece of advice would be for myself. And it would be, I actually read it in that book, The One Thing, when they talk about how you should approach everything with the idea of wanting to master it. So you say you want to learn how to do Photoshop instead of just 
paying someone to do your Photoshop, you would literally learn every single thing about that so that you know every little thing. Like you approach everything you do with the idea of mastering it. Or let me ask you this. Instead of just learning Photoshop half-ass and also learning to play the violin and learn Spanish at the same time, you take all your energy and you apply it towards Photoshop. And then after you master it, maybe you don't want to do it, but then you move on. But the idea is that if you're young, you're acquiring all this knowledge throughout your life rather than just kind of like Lauren said, half-assing a bunch of stuff. Okay. Well, next question. Next question. Okay. This is from Anonymous again. And the question is, let's talk birth control. What do you think is best? How do you feel about hormones? What about the non-hormonal methods like IUD? Do you ever worry about an unplanned pregnancy? What would a TSC baby look like? Oh, well, Mimi picks up my birth control at Rite Aid every month. About every half month because it gets lost when you're traveling and it's I'm not the best all over the it. place. It's all over the place. I take the lowest hormone birth control you can possibly take because I found that the higher the hormone was that I was breaking out in a pregnancy mask and what a pregnancy mask is is it's melasma or hyperpigmentation aka a mustache so I just took it down to the lowest hormone and you're on the same one I'm on well you're actually on low estrin now and I'm on microgestin which is a little bit more estrogen because I get migraines does it help um Actually, more estrogen is supposed to hurt your migraines, but now I've been on it for so long, I'm scared to switch because I'd get sick. Did you gain weight? Yeah, I gained weight on my first one, and then I told you about it, and then we both made a switch, and then I lost like 15 pounds or something. It's crazy how it can add weight, and it also adds a lot of weight to your boobs, too. So it's adding mustaches and weight? Yeah. See, I think I'm I'm going to go ahead and be the anti-birth control voice here. Um, here's my thing about birth control. There's so many things that it does, like you're saying weight and pigmentation and da 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 da. You guys know I love to be natural, but what creeps me out the most is that so many girls don't take it and like aren't regular with it and then they have sex and how do you know if it's working? You know, I think that it, it the thing here is to each its own. I think you have to figure out what's going to work for you and your body. Everyone is different. You have mind-body connection. Some of my friends do the IUD. It's not for me. I don't like having a tampon up there. I can't even imagine having something up there all the time. It just doesn't work for me. I don't want any kind of shots, hate needles. It's just not for me. So I think you need to figure out here what you want. If you want to use a condom, if you want to use birth control, if you want to use an IUD, just figure out what works for you and and make and make it work for you. Um, I've tried lots of different birth controls. Some have made me gain weight. Some have given me mustaches. This one has been awesome. Adding on to that, a lot of girls are worried about infertility with taking birth control for so long. And I talked to my OBGYN recently about that. And they say that as long as you take the week off of birth control for your period or whatever, the break week, then your cycle should be regular and birth control shouldn't affect your infertility whatsoever. You know what my OBGYN said too? Because I told her, I was like, I do not want to be on birth control and I'm, I'm not on it, but um, she, she highly was, she was very against it. And she said that actually having, because women wait so much longer to get pregnant these days than they used to having all of those periods over and over again, it actually creates like scar tissue and you can build up scar tissue. Wait, so, Jordan, are you telling me you're not a virgin? 
<laughs> um, moving on. Um, Just, Michael, plug your ears. Yeah, moving something. on from My, that. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be able to give much value here. All I, all I'll say is it's you've been on birth control a long time. Where's little Michael's having a rough time? I've been on birth control a long time. It's really worked for me. Here's the thing. A lot of girls will email me asking me about my take on it. I'm hesitant to give extreme advice on this because, again, everyone is different. Everyone's body is different. I would recommend you talk to your doctor. I would recommend that you keep track of how you feel. Are you getting a mustache? Are you gaining weight? Are you feeling bad? Are your period cramps lessening? Figure it out and just kind of – it's kind of trial and error here. Everyone's different. Don't you think they should also, when they go to their OBGYN, they should also talk about like their period? They should describe it to their OBGYN because it says a lot about a hundred the way it is. Says a lot about what you should do. Uh, you have to be honest with doctors. They've seen everything. They don't give a fuck. So you gotta like you gotta go in there and you gotta tell them exactly what's going on, and they can prescribe you to what's going to work for you. I also think that when you are going to have a baby. You need to get off birth control for a year to let your cycle and your your you know your body kind of get like used to being off birth control. And I guess the girl also asked here what it would look like if I had a baby on the Skinny Confidential, and what it would look like is exactly what it looks like now. When Michael and I decide to have a baby, which is not like coming up super soon, but when it does, we are both kind of believers in in bringing the baby along, right? As long as everything is healthy. I can't wait for you guys to have a baby. Little Mike. Wait, Mimi, I have a question. Are a lot of people your age on birth control? Absolutely. I think I went on it when I was 15 for my skin. Yeah, it works really well for skin. Yeah. By the way, this is my last tip. I just want to let you guys know that if you're on birth control only for your skin, there's something new where they pull the chemical that's good for your skin out of birth control and you can just take that one chemical as opposed to taking birth control. So you should ask your doctor about that. Okay, we got to get going. But before I go, I want to give you a little wellness and health tip. Go to members.theskinnyconfidential.com for all my health and wellness tips. You can use code him and her at checkout for 20% off to all podcast listeners. Basically, it's just my full-blown meal plan. Um, I broke down everything that I ate for two weeks and put it in this plan. I poured my heart into it. I use it every day, except when I'm traveling. Uh, the fitness guide is something that you can do while you're watching Real Housewives of Orange County on the floor. No equipment. The workouts are super quick, and there's also some intervals in there. It's really ideal for health and wellness, and if you want to check it out, just go to members.theskinnyconfidential.com and use checkout code him and her for 20% off. You guys will love it. So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week for another show. If you like the show, please submit a review on iTunes. Remember to send in your questions to Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskHimAndHer. Send us questions to our snaps, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic, or email us at podcast at theskinnyconfidential.com. Thanks for having me and Mimi on. Yeah, that was fun. We talked a little girl talk. Now let's go get a drink and some dinner. Dover Soul. Thanks for listening to The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, with Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com or subscribe now on the Podcast One app.